Podcast Fresh. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Gaming Asylum. I am your host, Ryan Mello, a.k.a. Acapello, and today we're just going to go over uh, the Game Awards. We're going to look at the nominees. We're going to vote together. I'll talk about stuff that I didn't get to talk about this year, uh, and that's ultimately the excuse for doing this. I don't really care too much about the Game Awards. I think at the end of the day, this is just a, an opinion uh, with like a whole board and panel of companies and people. So it's not a big deal if your game didn't get in or didn't win or whatever it is. I don't really care about the awards. I watch this stuff based solely for the announcements. Um, But yeah, we'll do the voting just for fun and shits and gigs. Um, So yeah, let's start with most anticipated game. Most anticipated game. We got Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades 2, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Yeah, it's Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Um, you know, it's not like... Th- this isn't... Everything's fine here. Like, Star Wars Outlaws actually might get me to play a Star Wars game. That's, that's one thing I'll say about it. When I saw that original uh, showcase for it, I was pretty pretty taken back by it um tekken 8 it's it's another series that i you know i respect you know it's a fighting uh series much to the you know the likes of street fighter and mortal kombat tekken is probably that third one that you would put in that list um you know i've never played tekken before uh i'll try it i, I think tekken 8 actually looks really good um but yeah my vote's gonna go to final fantasy 7 rebirth like a dragon infinite wealth looks like a fine game but i'm not into the yakuza series and hades 2 i just the first one didn't really click with me so we're gonna vote for final fantasy 7 rebirth because that is obviously my most anticipated game that is the next big one for myself loved the remake loved intergrade um you know i love most things final fantasy 7 i'm not gonna say all of it some of it can you know burn but other stuff uh i think it's good i I for one am on board with the the remake project um you know despite people shitting on it but you know whatever we'll get into that at a later date let's talk about uh best adaptation we got castlevania nocturne gran turismo the last of us the super mario brothers movie and twisted metal um I've heard good things about Castlevania Nocturne. I'm still to check that out. Gran Turismo is not going to get my vote just because I feel like it's just a race car movie. It could be based on a true story. That's fine. But it's not enough for me to like, like a Gran Turismo movie. Like, come on. The Last of Us is probably going to win this. Um, if it's not The Last of Us, it's probably the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, Twisted Metal, I heard is good, but it's just not, you know, it doesn't, it's very niche. It doesn't have that broad, uh, that broad, um, you know, capture for the audience. So... You know, The Last of Us, I am so sick of that name, and just because of that, I'm going to vote for the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, a, because I actually saw that one, and uh, B, it's it was just fun, and The Last of Us looks very grim and depressing, but I'm not stupid. Uh, Last of Us will probably sweep, but I'm going to vote for um, the Super Mario Brothers movie. All right. Best multiplayer. We got Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Bros. Wonder. This is a weird 
category to put Super Mario Brothers Wonder because in my opinion, that has horrible multiplayer. Um, the, I haven't tried the online stuff. Some people like it, some people don't. But honestly, the co-op, the local co-op, really took a hit. I actually prefer the co-op of the new Super Mario Brothers games because if two players are on the screen and they walk opposite directions, the camera zooms out so that, you know, you can see where you're going. In this one, one person is labeled as a leader with a, a crown symbol. And if the other person is far, uh, way too far off screen, they just get transported back beside the person with the crown. And the way I see it is the crown is determined by how high you get on the flagpole later or like some kind of scoring system. I think that's really fucking dumb. Honestly, straight up, I think it's stupid as hell. So I'm not going to pick that. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, like I said, I haven't played it. Diablo 4, I haven't played it. Heard good things about Party Animals. Street Fighter 6, I'm going to pick Street Fighter 6 simply because um, I think Street Fighter 6, you know, it's a Street Fighter game. Typically, it's going to have fun uh, online play. It's going to have fun co-op play uh, or local local multiplayer play. Um and I think, you know, there's esports. There's whole events centered around this game. So I think it, it should get um, best uh, multiplayer. All right, let's go into best sports slash racing. What the hell? Why couldn't uh, sports and racing get their own separate uh, categories? I think that's pretty stupid because the only sport game in here is EA Sports FC24, and then there's F1 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbo Charts, and then the Crew Motorfest. I'm a huge soccer buff, so I'll pick EA Sports FC24, but this is a really stupid way of doing things. Um, yeah, I'm not a fan of this. Like, you could have easily done a, a racing category and then a sports category with, like, you know, whatever. NBA 2K, Madden, whatever the hell it is. But what the hell do I know? Um... All right, let's go to best uh, sim slash strategy game. Uh, the nominees are Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Forgot about that game. City Skylines 2, Company of Heroes 3, Fire Emblem Engaged, and Pikmin 4. Uh, in honor of my wife, I'll pick Pikmin 4. <laughs> I heard it's a, good, it's a good game. Best family game. Uh, surprised that it's not the Nintendo section, but whatever. It kind of is. Disney Illusion Island, which I tried, not my cup of tea. Party Animals, Pikmin 4, Sonic Superstars, which I'm still to play. I will play that soon. And Super Mario Bros. Wonder. You know, for best family game, I'll give it to Mario Wonder. I think Mario Wonder, you know, as a game, it the colors pop very nicely. I like the graphical tone that it has. I like the graphics in general. I like the art direction. I love the music. Um, they do do a good job of just totally revamping 2D Mario. Uh, and making it different enough from the new Super Mario Brothers games. So, yeah, to me, it does scream super, you know, family game. But, like, I will say, again, that multiplayer is just... Ugh, it really does make me wish that um, they got their stuff together and implemented a better camera. I really can't stand that, but whatever. Um, up next, we got Best Fighting Game. Gotta Rock, Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, Street Fighter 6. Uh... Look, I'm a Mortal Kombat guy, so I'm going to give it to Mortal Kombat. Um, I still haven't played Mortal Kombat 1, but, you know, it can't be that much different than Mortal Kombat 11. Um, I am currently playing Street Fighter 6, and although I do enjoy Street Fighter 6, Mortal Kombat just appeals to me more, and I know I'm going to like that a lot more. And then Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, I mean, it could be a good game. It's got good reviews, but honestly, ultimately, it just makes me play, uh, makes me want to play Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. So, there's that. All right. Best RPG. Oh boy, we got Starfield, Sea of Stars, 
Final Fantasy 16, oh boy. Lies of P and Baldur's Gate 3. Um, let's be honest, Baldur's Gate is probably going to win this. I feel so guilty if I vote Final Fantasy 16 just because ultimately it might be the least like RPG-ish game in this category. It's it's it is very action heavy, you know. It's very Devil May Cry, it's very uh man there is rpg elements but jesus christ it is not an rpg game when you stack it up to these other guys um but that being said i'm gonna vote final fantasy 16 <laughs> i did play sea of stars for a little bit i like it um it's a really it's a really cool game i like the uh the art style and all that and it's an indie it's cool but uh you know final fantasy is just i i love that game final fantasy 16 was great and this is strictly because I am voting for Final Fantasy 16 because it got shafted for Game of the Year. I think it could have been in there instead of one or two other choices that they chose. Um, so, whatever. Fuck you. I'm voting for Final Fantasy 16. Alright. Best action adventure game. Okay. Best action adventure. We got Alan Wake 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, well, Star Wars probably doesn't belong here because when you take that out, the other four are in Game of the Year talks. So, uh, who do you vote for? I mean, look, it comes down to what you really liked this year. Um, I just finished Marvel Spider-Man 2 not too long ago, and Jesus, that was such a great game. It really improved on uh, the first game. It improved on Miles Morales. I really liked it, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I hear good things about Alan Wake 2. Resident Evil 4 obviously is just, you know, it's an iconic game at this point, so the remake just made it even better. And then there's Tears of the Kingdom. A lot of my problem this year with the Game Awards is a lot of the games that are up for awards, they're all sequels. They're all sequels, there's a remake, it's nothing like original, so to me, it, it's harder to vote just because it's like that power, that, that original, like, blowing away moment isn't there. Like, Tears of the Kingdom, I loved it. But in after sitting on it for months, I've come to the realization that like that game doesn't really have its own identity. When you look at Tears of the Kingdom without the UI, like you you don't know if it's Breath of the Wild or Tears of the Kingdom. Like to me, it could go either or. Maybe there's little things like what Link is wearing. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. Like to me, it's just. I'll always look at footage of Tears of the Kingdom and think Breath of the Wild first. I won't think Tears of the Kingdom. Unless, of course, you know, they're making a, a fucking helicopter with guns and lasers coming out of it or whatever. <laughs> but, like, when it's just Link walking through a field, I think Breath of the Wild before I think Tears of the Kingdom. So, I mean, I don't know. With that being said, like, to me, it is up. It, it's between Spider-Man 2 and Tears of the Kingdom. And... You know what? I think when we're looking at best action adventure game, I'll give it to Tears of the Kingdom. I think that that is still one of the best adventures you could go on. Like it's it's phenomenal. It's a phenomenal game. Best action game. Okay, so what? So there's action adventure and then just action. Okay, we got Armored Core Six, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island Two, Ghost Runner Two, Hi-Fi Rush, Remnant. Uh, I haven't played anything, but or any of this, but 
uh, Armored Core 6, I almost pulled the trigger on buying because I did think it was a cool looking mech game. But I'm going to give it to Hi-Fi Rush just because I love the art style of that. I think it's a cool concept basing the whole game on music. Um, and honestly, Xbox doesn't have much to go on this year, so I'm going to give them a bone. <laughs> and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with that. But yeah, I hope Hi-Fi Hi Rush wins something because I think it is a pretty cool looking game. Um, and when I get an Xbox, I'll definitely try it. Alright, let's move on to best mobile game. Honestly, Terra Nil, Monster Hunter Now, Honkai Star Rail, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis. Like, I don't care about any of this stuff, to be honest with you, but I'll pick Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis because when it came out, I did dabble in it for like two, three weeks, but then ultimately I got bored once it's like, you know, the gotcha system kind of, you know, pisses you off. So, yeah, we're done with that. We're not going to talk about mobile games anymore. Best independent game. We got Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder. Uh, I hear a lot of good things about Cocoon and Dave the Diver, but Sea of Stars is more my cup of tea. I thought it was a really good game. Eventually, I'll, you know, get back into it and, and finish it, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I, I like Sea of Stars. Um, alright, let's get into the more, you know, the, the more important awards, I guess, you could say. Let's start with best performance. Uh, actually, you know what? Okay, best performance. This is the actors. Ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16. He played uh, Clive. Cameron Monaghan, who, if you don't know who that is, if you watched Gotham, he's Jerome, which is pretty cool. Uh, he was he plays Cal Kestis in Star Wars Jedi. Then we got Idris Elba from Cyberpunk 2077, basically playing Idris Elba. Melanie Libbard from Alan Wake 2, Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate 3, and then Yuri Lowenthal from Spider-Man 2. He is the voice of Peter Parker. Uh, look, the narrative of Final Fantasy 16 made me really give a shit about those characters, and Ben Starr as Clyde, or Clive, um, that was just great acting. You know, there was a lot of moments in that game where I, I got teary-eyed because of this man's performance. Um, so I'm gonna give it to him, but Yuri Lowenthal, I think, is a great Peter Parker voice. And, uh, but I mean, based off emotion, based off making me feel something, I mean, definitely Ben Starr. Uh, he also won Best Actor for, uh, or Best Performance for at the Golden Joystick Awards, which is another award show. So I feel like that says something. Best Audio Design Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi Fi Rush, Marvel Spider Man 2, and Resident Evil 4. I think it should go to Dead Space simply because, from what I've heard and played and seen, that goddamn thing really makes you, you know, shit your pants. <laughs> you don't know what's around the corner. And I think that is the pinnacle of audio design. I think, you know, a lot of other things have merit. A lot of the other games have merit. Um, but Dead Space, I think, really puts you into that environment of like, holy fuck. It's almost like, you know, walking down a corridor. It's silent, but you hear stuff. That's kind of what I get from that. Uh, best score and music, we got Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Hi-Fi Rush. I have heard Baldur's Gate 3's music is incredible. Uh, Final Fantasy 16, I also really like the music. Uh, you know, I'm going to be a contrarian. Give it to Hi-Fi Rush. It's a game about music. So, give it to Hi-Fi Rush. I don't give a shit. Best Art Direction. Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Art direction, from what I've seen of Alan Wake 2, I'm going to give it to Alan Wake 2. It does some nutty-ass shit, man. The clips I've seen, the like the levels, like the rooms that they show, like 
it's definitely a mind a mind fuck and uh even though it's not my kind of game i could appreciate it for that so art direction i think i'll give it to alan wake 2 mario brothers wonder coming up at a close second i think uh like the the wonder effects really are amazing um but at the end of the day it's a 2d mario game and i just feel like what they do in alan wake 2 is just incredible honestly all right next we got best narrative we got three more awards so best narrative is next we got alan wake 2 baldur's gate 3 cyberpunk 2077 phantom liberty i just want to say when i say cyberpunk we're talking about the expansion uh final fantasy 16 and marvel spider-man 2 yeah final fantasy 16 best narrative i think that that goddamn story brought a tear to my eye and even though at times it just got super convoluted and complicated for its own good i think that final fantasy 16's narrative overall you know it just made me feel something it just made me really give a shit and the first rated m game in the series i mean i think it delivered uh on that so i'm gonna give it to, to final fantasy 16 and of course there's bias here but i don't give a shit because it got snubbed for for best game so there's that too spider-man 2 also a great story amazing story but uh i just liked final fantasy 16's a little more all right second last award we got best game direction Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Mario Wonder, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Um, we're going to give it to to, uh, to Zelda Tears of the Kingdom because the, um, the description for best game direction is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I think the design of Tears of the Kingdom definitely improved on Breath of the Wild. The stuff that you can do in that game with those building mechanics and just all the mechanics in general like kind of blows my mind and i bet that if this came out first and breath of the wild wasn't a thing it would just sweep this whole goddamn show um but because there's that hint of familiarity that you know that that this that that cover that breath of the wild cover that this game has because it uses the same engine and all that like it's just super hard to like go all in with like how amazing it is because it is an amazing game but we've seen a lot of it before that's i think the problem that this game has right now but yeah we're gonna give it to zelda i think uh just the creative everything about that game that you can do that's up to you the player is just astonishing to me all right and now we got game of the year alan wake 2 baldur's gate 3 marvel spider-man 2 resident evil 4 Super Mario Brothers Wonder, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Alright, so I've played three out of the six games. Uh, maybe four if you want to count Resident Evil 4, but I haven't played the remake, I played the original, so I'll go off that. Um, Alan Wake 2 is something that is intriguing to me, but ultimately, I don't play those kind of games. It's just, you know, I don't need the stress. <laughs> but I would try it if it ever fell in my hands. Baldur's Gate 3, again, not my kind of game. I know it's amazing. I've heard some insane things that happen. But, you know, the dun the dungeons and monster stuff and rolling dice and all that. Like, I know there's more to it than that, but it's just, it's not, it doesn't entice me. Um, that being said, I know that this is probably the game that'll win. Like, it's just, it's got the hype up the ass. And it just kind of makes sense for the political narrative for that to win that's just the way i see it um so baller's gate 3 is probably gonna win this congrats to larian studios cool spider-man 2 uh when we're talking game of the year i feel like it just 
it's definitely up there for me. I like how much they improved on the original game. I like that the swinging is way better, way faster. They added the web wings. Giving you two Spider-Men to control is cool. Both of them facing their own stuff. They expanded the map. The story's better. Uh, you know, different villains. There's uh, there's nice little Easter eggs in there. There's a really surprising part that I don't want to ruin if you haven't played it yet. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. Um, it's just, it does a lot of stuff, right? But ultimately, it's a sequel to Spider-Man, which is, was already an amazing game. So how much more amazing can this one be? I mean, maybe it could be a lot, but to me... You know, it's just, it's a simple improvement. And I feel like these games always got better. Miles Morales was better than the first game. This is better than Miles Morales. Um, but in terms of like the impact, I just don't think it's there to win game of the year when you look at the other uh, five contestants. So I'm not going to give it to that. Resident Evil 4, amazing game, iconic game. The original, you know, came out on the GameCube of all places first and it became like a GameCube game when you think about it. Uh, but then it later went on to the PS2 and everything else. Um, you know, to some people, the best Resident Evil game. That's, that's fine. Uh, it's always between this one and Resident Evil 2. The remake, my problem with this is just the fact that it is a remake. It does do enough different for it to be its own game, but it's still Resident Evil 4. And I think the Game Awards needs to make a category for remakes at this point, because obviously they've become its own genre. They've just become its own thing. So I would have much rather another game taken Resident Evil 4's place. I know there's like a lot of feathers being ruffled right now <laughs> with me saying that, but I feel like this is where Final Fantasy 16 could have came in or even or even Starfield to get Xbox a bone. You know, like I know people are upset that Starfield wasn't in this conversation. Honestly, it ranked pretty low on the Metacritic. It didn't get the greatest score, so I understand why it's not here. But Final Fantasy 16 scored an 87. It totally could have been here, along with other things. So, I don't know. I'm not going to give it to Resident Evil 4 just because we've seen this game before. It's just spruced up. So, yeah, that's my opinion on it. Mario Wonder also, honestly, as much as I love Mario, this shouldn't be here either. This is definitely where I think Final Fantasy 16 could have taken its place. Like, it's just... It's 2D Mario, and that's not, I don't want to discredit that. Like, that's great. It's fun. It's great. It's awesome. Um, they definitely went in a better direction with this series. But at the end of the day, like, is it really worth being game of the year? I just don't see it. I, I don't know, man. I just don't see it. Um, I understand I got a 93 on Metacritic. That's fine. I just think, I just think Final Fantasy 16 does a lot more. I don't know. That's just my, my opinion on it. And then we got The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. This game, uh, like I said, struggles with its own identity, I feel. I, I, I think it's not normal for us to get Zelda games of the same style all the time, right? It's happened a few times, but it's not a normal thing. So when it happens, and it happens in a big way where it's like, you know, the biggest game, you followed up the biggest game in the franchise with this game, and this game is now probably the biggest game in the franchise. I think that's a high ask, but... Again, ultimately, I think it struggles to find its own identity, but I will say, I think it almost makes Breath of the Wild obsolete at this point. Play Breath of the Wild for a more simplistic, uh, you know, experience, and I mean, play it if you haven't played uh, played it before, like for the narrative, I guess. But if you've played Breath of the Wild and you played this, you know that you're always going to go back to this. Like, there's no reason to go to Breath of the Wild. This is the game. This is, like, next-level stuff. 
they added a whole sky area, but then they also added a whole underground area, which is more enticing than the sky area that was like marketed. And then, you know, they, they did subtle changes to Hyrule and the main level. It's just, it's huge. This game is huge. You could build, build Link a house. You could get all kinds of armors and swords and all that stuff. Like, it's still fucking Zelda. It's still a fucking Zelda game that just killed it. It killed it. And although it came out in like July, um, you know, there's no recency bias towards it. I still think that like the, the clips I see of this game that still pop up, people are still playing this shit. It's undoubtedly to me, this is what should be game of the year. It just, it just, Nintendo do- doesn't miss with these Zelda games. Like, like they did it again. They innovated Zelda again on top of something that was already out. It doesn't look any different than the old, than the other game. But it fucking does so much more. <laughs> That's just crazy to me. Um, so my vote is going to be for Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Now, if we're talking serious, not that I'm not being serious, but if we're talking like in the grand scheme of things, it's definitely up between Zelda and Baldur's Gate 3. That is definitely what's going to happen. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I have a sneaking suspicion Baldur's Gate 3 is going to sweep this whole thing. Baldur's Gate 3 is probably going to win game of the year. And that's fine, man. More power to them. I hope they do great. I hope that studio does great. Because technically I heard that this is... Uh, an indie game (laughs) so i mean that's just funny to think about but yeah i don't know whatever happens happens like i said the game awards do not take this shit serious man it's just an opinion it's just an international scaled opinion watch this for the presentations watch this for the camaraderie the of the community of the industry um if you like this shit as much as i do you, you can appreciate that uh, but yeah, who cares at the end of the day, man? If your favorite game is Mario Wonder, that's your game of the year, then fucking that's your game of the year. You know what my game of the year is, really? Mario RPG. I can't believe we're living in a time where that game got a remake that is so kick-fucking-ass, and, and I was alive to see that. That is my game of the year, is <laughs> Mario RPG. And I know you could use the Resident Evil 4 argument on me with that, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> oh, man. That being said, though, I mean, there really should be a remake category. You could have put Mario RPG. You could have put Resident Evil 4. You know what I mean? Like, damn it. What are they doing? (laughs) Anyway, guys, thank you for uh, exploring the Game Awards with me. We'll see how this all pans out on December 7th. Um, Yeah, this was fun, man. I got got a lot to... uh, I got a chance to talk about things I I haven't haven't spoken about before. Jesus, I cannot talk. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading this podcast follow our other uh our other shows we do the podcast fresh cafe where me and my co-host chris talk about video games and movies we got the fresh prince of bel-air review show we got the new tours and acapello show uh new episode will be out soon and uh yeah follow our instagram podcast fresh follow our tours and acapello uh show instagram follow our twitter at podcast fresh to or x if you call it x um yeah podcast fresh on youtube the gaming asylum on youtube you know we got a lot of stuff going on Never a dull moment here at the Podcast Fresh Network. All right, guys, have a great night or morning whenever you're listening to this, and peace out. Fresh.